welcome back to the mother-in-law suite this week there was some uh some big old gaming news that kind of took us by surprise but you know a major okay. happening it's okay it's okay but to this week i got i got i got adam i got adam Hello. here to help me to help me discuss and dissect exactly what happened but we'll save that for a little later but for now how you doing adam i'm doing good i'm doing good i uh completed the uh battle pass for halo that felt real nice you completed it i got it yeah all 100 oh nice got it that's the first battle pass i've ever completed so you got any game with any of the them. fire helmet mm-hmm got the fire helmet got uh emile's helmet got all the goods now nice aside from that uh started going through valhalla again oh yeah got through the uh ireland expansion quite good really enjoyed it it's got some some nice armor sets nice weapons in there um aside from that uh watched spider-man a couple days ago uh was it far from home right that's the newest one i think so yeah yeah uh really good really good very good movie i did enjoy it i watched it in theaters um we could get into it but yeah. if you're listening and you haven't seen the new Spider-Man, uh, be warned. This yeah. is your warning. Warning you. Spoiler yeah. alert. We're talking about all of it. Yeah. Probably won't last more than like a minute or two, but... Yeah, probably not. Skip ahead. Whatever. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, I thought it was pretty good. It was... Yeah. I th- Andrew Garfield definitely Ooh, it's... Um, did a very good job in this movie. He did a really very, think... very good job. I, 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 like, I liked Andrew Garfield. I didn't like... The amazing spider-man movies that much they're really for forgettable and i think i've seen them twice so like i really don't even remember what happened in them they're that bad i yeah exactly i've i've seen was, both of them don't remember anything other than he was spider-man yeah it was just a i don't know he i think he was probably casted correctly but the writing the, and just yeah the, the script, script wasn't he was good. giving it, it was not a not a very good movie but i loved andrew garfield and mm-hmm. um what is the movie hacksaw ridge yeah hacksaw ridge yeah very that's a very good movie i did enjoy it that. is it but is it was really nice seeing everybody back mm-hmm. back together like or not necessarily back together but like merged into a movie like that especially yeah. seeing seeing the man the myth the legend the goblin the goblin return the foe absolutely he did wreck. such a good job wreck <laughs> tom holland's day <laughs> like oh, he that scene destroyed i destroyed him the uh the like hotel fight scene that was yeah. so good i will say um uh if you still stuck with us somehow um mm-hmm. spoiler alert uh aunt may dies yeah. who would have thought she it's like she dies in almost every other movie mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying every i think her i think her death was a little Okay, her of her act of actually dying was pretty okay. She did a good yeah. job doing that, but like, it just kind of looked like it nudged her to the side. <laughs> the glider—that's the yeah. only complaint. Like, there was not no indication that it actually like hit her and hurt her. It just kind of like bopped into her, and she kind of like. See, I thought it was, was gonna like, do ah. like the uh, the Sam Raimi scene where you you see the like spikes go through the wall. Yeah. But no, it does. It looks like it just kind of sideswipes her and then she falls You're over. Like, What's happening? Okay, well, interesting. But, you yeah, know, it was a... Overall, that scene was very good. Like, very. 
didn't it, it was a, that was the part where it was Willem Dafoe was on top of Tom Holland and like the goblin was on top of Spider-Man he they fell through how many floors was it like three or four it was floors? like five five floors with yeah just it was goblin uh, just knocking him out like just just Tom Holland just, like jumps on top of him and starts just beating his face in and then he just Tom starts Holland, laughing oh, and so it's Tom pile drives him. yeah oh my god yeah he jumps and like wraps his legs around his shoulder and just starts fucking hammering his face in and then uh, the goblin just kind of laughs and just absolutely pile drivers him through like three floors yeah very good such very a good fight good scene and then um I like the change of character they did with Jamie Foxx's character. Mm-hmm. Like, how he became more, uh, I don't want to say confident, but his ego yeah. outgrew himself. When he was just, like, oh, this new power is real nice. Yeah. I don't want to leave now. Yeah, very good. Very, very cool. good. Doc Ock and Norman. So great to see him back. Yeah, talking. Yeah, just him, him talking to Norman. Like it was Osborne. It you're was a ghost. Really cool. Yeah, you're a ghost. Yeah. Well, even then, there's the the good feel good moment with a uh, Tobey Maguire talking to Doc Ock. He's like, "My boy, yeah. you're all grown up." It was really cool seeing um seeing Doctor Strange in that mm-hmm. kind of setting because <laughs> like it was like he was really just babysitting this guy. Yeah. And like he was, <laughs> you could tell he was just over it he was done mm-hmm. he was done very with it good. very good you know i i thoroughly enjoy it enjoyed it highly recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it yet i've been trying to get around to watching the uh new a24 movie the tragedy of macbeth i don't think i've Apple heard of tv that. it's uh with denzel washington i'm pretty sure it's shot in 30 millimeter which is like black oh. and white kind of like the lighthouse was shot yeah yeah very it looks very very good and it's it's by one of the Coen brothers. Okay, okay. So it's supposed it's supposedly a very good movie. So I'm I'm waiting for one of my friends to feel a bit better so we can watch we can watch that and hopefully yeah, I'll yeah. be able to talk about that here soon. Um A24 is like my <laughs> my favorite film development company. Yeah, I like think I've seen a few company. a few movies cuz I remember that uh thing popping up yeah they've they've done the lighthouse they've done um midsummer they did hereditary i think yeah um did they do midsummer and hereditary i think hereditary because i remember we talked about that a couple days yeah. a couple days ago um they've they've done a lot of a lot of really just good very cinematic art ar- yeah artsy very mm-hmm. very like like cinematic and and in um film like uh what is the word um filmography as in cinematography like, yeah cinematography yeah yeah just lining up the shots position mm-hmm. it's very artistic with the lighting and everything that they do you can tell it's just like a bunch of nerds <laughs> behind yeah. the camera and i love it you it's can feel the good. passion when you watch them you, you can you can you can um talking about passion mm-hmm. sony their the passion that they put in some of their exclusives especially and exclusively in what i'm trying to transition into is god of war mm-hmm. oh it's it's oh. good i played it when it came out 2018 but i've been replaying it again since it hit steam and i wanted to play it on my pc mm-hmm. such a good game 
like the combat feels so nice whenever you actually start on like um leveling, leveling up the close range combat and mm-hmm. the shield and all the all the skills and everything you get whenever you actually start using those abilities and kind of understand how to train them into combos and how the the staggering systems work and after everything starts really you get back into the rhythm of it the game is like it feels so good i think it feels better than spider-man's combat and spider-man's combat was pretty okay it was like a pretty good game it was kind of like a ripoff of arkham games i didn't really like the batman games a lot of people don't like that i don't like it they think it's like a like I'm going against the green or or something, but see, I think they were good games, but I I can understand. I mean, nobody liked the uh, the newest one, Arkham Knight. Everyone hated that one. I don't know. I heard a bunch of people that had the opposite opinion, but everybody, it's like a like it's an understanding that City is yeah. the best, mm-hmm. and like it was okay. Yeah, but it just it felt really repetitive. It felt like punch, 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 yeah. counter roll, mm-hmm. punch, punch, counter roll. I don't know. I like I like games that give you a bit more options to like cover things like that. I mean, sure you had the explosive gel and everything, but it was I just the game didn't feel very nice for me. But God of War, bro, mm, the story, the visuals, the gameplay, all of yeah, it. everything War. about it's good. Soundtrack, yeah, bro. It's I'm excited for the second one. Oh, so am I, Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited be, for that. It's gonna be sick. I'm also still trying to get through The Witcher, and that's. It's, it's a long just, game. It is a long game. It's a grind. It's a, it's a, it's a great game, game but it. Very I'd be game. willing to say it might be a little too long, just uh, barely though. I don't think it's the long too long. It, it's just got a lot of content. Yeah. Um, which, if if you don't like long big games like that, thing is, is when a game's too long, I felt like Odyssey was too long. Yeah. Assassin's yeah, Creed that. Odyssey was a too like a too long game. Like you'll you'll get how like you'll get twenty five thirty hours in, and it's like hey, to continue the main story, you have to do like all of these side quests mm-hmm. that you can't fast travel to on six parts of the map that you haven't even discovered yet to level up enough to get to this point where you can continue the story for the next half of the game. And you're like, I've already played forty hours of this. Now you want me to do ten extra hours of the yeah. stuff that I've been doing. I don't know, but in The yeah. Witcher, it feels like every every single one, like all the side missions and stuff, you're fighting a new monster, and then you mm-hmm. have to result to the bestiary, find out what potions you have to do. I guess it's the same thing of like you you do the same thing over and over again in Assassin's Creed, but it just feels a bit more intuitive in The Witcher. I think. I think it's that The Witcher's side stuff is a lot more unique, while Odyssey's was usually just go find this item or go kill this guy yeah. and then come back. Because on the Witcher side stories, it's like, this guy's been killing all the children. <laughs> like, this mm-hmm. monster, the ki- children have been missing. And you have to, like, yeah. it's, the game can be, can be something. <laughs> it can be yeah. something else. Gotta search around the house for clues, search outside yeah. to find a trail, and Odyssey's just, go kill this guy over there. Yeah. But Still loved Odyssey, but yeah, completely understand what you're saying. I just got burnt out of the game. I loved yeah. it. I loved the story and everything, but then it was like, hey, you know that thing that, like, keeps making you playing the game keeps you playing the game you yeah know? It, you can't do any of that can't, for the can't next do that. 20 hours <laughs> gotta go to this far off island you've never been to do nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> like kill a bunch of guys in a fort yeah and run away and then do it again it's i just i was like nah this is not for me not right now also, i'll, yeah, I'll the... go back to it 
Yeah, the mercenaries mechanic in it was a bit... Yeah, wasn't a fan of that. It was... It just... They would always pull up, and you'd be like... It'd be the worst situation. Right, you'd bro. be, like, attacking yeah, a fort, like, okay. and then three of them show up, and it's like, great, that's fun. Yeah. Hmm. So, wasn't there, like, an Odyssey crossover event or something? Yeah, there was. There was a... Uh, for Valhalla, both games had crossover events. Odyssey and Valhalla had a crossover event for each game. So, spoilers, talking about if you haven't gotten through it yet. But Valhalla's is you go to an island that's, like, plagued by nightmares. And so you go there. People are like, hey, there's a, a lady there that we think caused it. So you find her, and it turns out that it's Cassandra, the female playable character from Odyssey. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a little cutscene fight with her, and she's like, hey, I'm here to find an artifact. Eivor's like, can you at least tell me about it? And she's like, no. So you go find the uh, the cave it's in. Turns out that it's a Isu artifact, kind of like the Apples of Eden. Then you have to go collect stones, put them in there, touch the artifact and all that. It was short, but all in all, I enjoyed it. And yeah. I got no idea what uh, Odyssey's crossover event is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm glad to see they're still supporting the game. Because, I mean, what, I think February, the Ragnarok DLC is coming out. Which to, that surprised oh, me. to Valhalla? Yeah, to Valhalla. Yeah, Donna Ragnarok. Interesting. That one seems like it's going to be quite good. Yeah. I need to, like... I, I've finished a game called Inscription... I forgot, mm -hmm. isn't it Dan Carver? I forgot his name. The the he, he the the, he's the main the guy it? that made the yeah Pony Island, and a bunch of other games. Anyways, he's he's a pretty acclaimed video game maker. A lot of people love him for an indie title, and Inscription is one of the best games I've played in a very long time. An aspect of like pure artistic standard, like behind God of War, you know, there's some. I don't want to say like. Uh, fail safes i guess sony yeah. took they they took a bunch of things from other games that have worked and have been proven to work so they put it into the game and it, they implemented everything well very very good but from the ground up this game is unique inscription is a, is a very unique game and i enjoyed it it was probably one of the most um adventurous and storytelling not not in gameplay why it wasn't very adventurous but it was very new and in shaping and original like very 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 good game um so it, it starts out as like this roguelike um roguelike card deck building game and mm -hmm. it has a really um simple way of battle like if you have there's four cards in front of, or there's uh four spots in front of you where you can place your cards and there's four spots of the enemy that they can place theirs and if there, if you place a card in one of your four spots and across from that and that spot on the enemy's board, if there isn't a card there, the enemy will take damage. But if there's a card there, the card will take damage. So it's like this, this very simple way of like combining, I want to say like Magic the Gathering and like Hearthstone and all these other yeah. kind of styles instead of Hearthstone where like if there's a card on the board, it attacks the card. It's if there's a card in front of your card, you attack the card. But if there's no card in front of your card, attack the end and it's it's just a really neat 
style of fighting, and all the cards do something different. And like to play a card, you have to sacrifice a squirrel or something. Mm-hmm. And later on, it starts getting revealed that there's other decks and other ways to play. So like if Anytime a card dies, you get a skull or a, uh, a bone. A bone, yeah. You have yeah. to use the bones to uh, to set to spend on to play a different card that that is not used by sacrificing another card mm-hmm. that you have or something. It, it, it's really neat, and after a while, like you'll you'll get through it and you'll think the game's ending, but boy is it just getting started i don't really want to get too far into it in case you haven't played it a lot of people have it's overwhelmingly positive on steam right now um very very good game if you like anything like that i i usually stay away from games like that like any of the roguelike death uh, card building or like anything like slay the spire or something like it's usually not my cup of tea but this game was very nice yeah i played the demo for it i'm definitely gonna pick it up uh sometime soon because yeah, I'm the same way. Card, card games. I'm not really a big fan of, but this one just even just the demo. It's, who, it's good. It's real good. And yeah, the uh, creator's name is Daniel Mullins. What did I say? Uh, Carver or Carter, I think. Yeah, Daniel Mullins. Very. Yeah, uh, I know a bunch of people who love his games. What yeah. are the games that he has? He has. Uh, yeah, you were right with the uh, Pony Island. He has a game called The Hex, which I haven't heard of, but yeah. still very positive. Um, yeah, of course, Pony Island, overwhelmingly positive. Um, that's it, apparently, for games, yeah. at least. Yeah, he he's just a, a small-time indie developer. Very good, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout-out to Daniel Mullins. Keep up the great work. Yeah, all these small-time companies are getting bought out, you know getting merged into bigger companies and stuff. Well, but it's now, not just the small-time guys anymore. Yeah, bro. Goodness. It's crazy. Yeah, Blizzard yep. has gotten bought out by Microsoft. Not just Blizzard, Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard. Both. Has been bought out by Microsoft for nearly $70 billion. Mm-hmm. $6.9 billion. Yeah, not seven, not six point nine billion. Er, yeah, sorry, sixty nine. Sixty nine billion. billion. They bought insane. Bethesda for seven point something. Oh, Bethesda seven point. Yeah, bro. yeah. It, it's. Oh my God! How many? What is the roster that brings Microsoft in charge of now? Because they were already in charge. Um, they 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 bought out Mojang. So yeah, they have Mark, Mojang. Yeah. They, they have, have Activision and Blizzard now. They have Bethesda. Bethesda. I think that also means ID. They have and Zenimax or no and Arcane, yeah Arcane and Obsidian. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yep, they bought Obsidian. Yeah, like the they list have, keeps going. What it's gonna it? keep going. Keep giving it to me. What is it? What else? Um, I'm trying to remember. Microsoft. I don't think too many others passed that. I saw I saw a picture on Twitter that showed all the games, all the game companies that they have under okay. them right now. Yeah, Let see me if find you can pull that on out. Twitter. And then, yeah, when we're ready, I got the official newsletter talking about it by Phil Spencer, the CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Go ahead and read a little bit of it while I'm looking for this. Right. Uh, so this, this is the official on the Microsoft's website article. Uh, Welcoming the incredible teams and legendary franchises of Activision Blizzard to Microsoft Gaming. 
Uh, as a team, we're on a mission to extend the joy and community of gaming to everyone on the planet. We all know that gaming is the most vibrant and dynamic form of entertainment worldwide, and we've experienced the power of social connection and friendship that gaming makes possible. As we pursue that mission, it is incredibly exciting to announce that Microsoft has agreed to acquire Activision Blizzard. Over many decades, the studios and teams that make up Activision Blizzard have earned vast wellsprings of joy and respect from billions of people all over the world. We are incredibly excited to have the chance to work with the amazing, talented, dedicated people across Activision Publishing, Blizzard Entertainment, Beanox, Demonware, Digital Legends, High Moon Studios, Infinity Ward, King, Major League Gaming, Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, Treyarch, and every team across Activision Blizzard. Until this transaction closes, Activision Blizzard and Microsoft Gaming will continue to operate independently. Once the deal is complete, the Activision Blizzard business will report to me as CEO of Microsoft Gaming. Uh, upon close, we will offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can within Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass, both new titles and games from Activision Blizzard's incredible catalog. We will also announce today that Game Pass has now more than 25 million subscribers. As always, we look forward to continuing to add more value and more great games to Game Pass. See, all right, this makes Activision Blizzard makes game like Xbox Game Studios mm -hmm. or Xbox under the Microsoft Corporation. They have Treyarch, Raven, High Moon, Enoch, Sledgehammer, Infinity War, Demonware. Toys for Bob, is that what that is? 343 Industries, World's Edge, Compulsion Games, The Initiative, In Exile, Mojang, Ninja Theory, Obsidian, Play, Play, Playground Games, sorry, Rare, Turn 10, Undead Labs, Bethesda, Zenimax, ID, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. Like, it's a lot of big name players. They're they own like majority of the gaming industry now, and it, you know the thing is, is it's good that it's Blizzard and Activision because they kind of need some some someone else kind of needs to take some orders or like give. And some they do orders. actually mention that like, in the uh, the newsletter. If you want me to read through that real quick, yeah. Let, let me finish this thought yeah, though, because yeah, yeah. like. Activision and Blizzard right now, like, as in, as in, like, all, all the things Blizzard has recently been doing, like, half mm -hmm. the the, the uh, Blizzard fanboys and player base of WoW and everything like that, they've been, like, boycotting them because of mm -hmm. all the allegations and everything that happened. Yeah, the devs are boycotting, players are leaving. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, in the aspect of Activision um, constantly re-releasing the same games on this mm -hmm. like the same formats with this the same hollow promises yeah false promises like, fa like false that. promises yeah over and over with the microtransactions and everything mm -hmm. everything like that it's having someone else on top being like hey we can't do that you know like let's not do that anymore yeah it, like kind of reassures me but the, uh, on the other hand, with all those game studios being under Microsoft, like, and Blizzard being, like, that's a big deal. I think that was more of a big deal than when they took, like, Bethesda in. Oh, yeah, by me. far. This is like, a way bigger thing. And 
that it's scary because like you don't want the entire game industry to be like under this one because what happens to indie games if all games are on like game pass if it comes yeah. down to it and everybody's playing game pass nobody's gonna buy these indie games exactly so they're just gonna remove the competitors in general and then video the video game industry is already being turned into a business mm-hmm. when it's simply entertainment you know so yeah yeah it, 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 I can see it going both ways, but it's scary. You said that they said something, or you said yeah, that they they mentioned... Uh, they mentioned the the kind of bad stuff that Activision did. Um, As a company, Microsoft is committed to our journey for inclusion in every aspect of gaming, among both employees and players. We deeply value individual studio cultures. We also believe that creative success and autonomy go hand in hand with treating every person with dignity and respect. We hold all teams and all leaders to this commitment. We're looking forward to extending our culture of proactive inclusion to the great teams across Activision Blizzard. So that's pretty much them saying, we know what you did. We're, we're putting a, a stop to that real quick. Man. And they also mentioned there, uh, making sure that the little companies kind of can still do their own things, which I heard uh, Activision Blizzard was not getting allowed to do anymore. Both of them were kind of forced to do what, you know, Big Boy wanted to do. You know, this is, like, actually so big that the New York, New York Times is releasing articles about it. Oh, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. This is a major, major purchase. Uh, reading this is this. equivalent to Disney getting Star Wars, in my opinion. In an industry driven by blockbuster franchises, Activision makes some of the most popular titles, including Call of Duty and Candy Crush, yet the company has been roiled by employee revolt over occasions of sexual harassment and discrimination in recent months. The deal may also strengthen the company's hand in the so-called metaverse. <laughs> yeah, that's something I'm a bit nervous Hold on. about. What? what? The de- okay, the... <laughs> Nascent world of virtual and augmented reality. The metaverse is more of a buzzword than a thriving business now, but it has attracted huge amounts of investment and talent. Facebook renamed its parent company to Meta. We already talked about that. Oh my god. So. We're going to get Metaverse Wow. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's happening. What was the movie? Ready Player One. We're starting to see it happen. Don't even. Last Put thing your we suit need on, is go like, to Goldshire. Oh my god. Ugh. It's 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 happening. The what's what's the what's happening. the one WoW server? Uh Silvermoon, I think? Yeah, Silvermoon. It's something like that. That's what I played on because all oh. my friends were all my friends were furries, so they made me Oh, you poor boy. <laughs> they made me pay, <laughs> make an account on there. And they also made me play Horde. Uh, you know, I want to oh. play Alliance. I want to yeah, play see, my I'm human paladin. Boy. I want to play my human paladin, but nobody wants to play Alliance cuz everybody's a loser. Everybody Got to be you're going to play Wild, World of Warcraft if you're not going to be a goblin or or uh, something else i'm like i just see be that's a human always paladin. something i've heard is people being like look at all these races why do you only play human and it's like i think I like it'd be cool to be a human surrounded exactly. by like a bunch of different races i think that'd be sick i wouldn't want to be one of them because i just i want to be who i am I that's just something a lot of people forget terrible. with the different uh, races it's like you have orcs that are physically stronger you got the elves with their magic and stealth humans are just dudes they don't get strength bonuses they don't get you know special magics they're just dudes 
I want to be that that underdog, you know? Yeah. Um. So going back to this article, it says one of the main driver of deals and the one that could grab attention of regulators is the arms race for exclusive content. After locking up well-known franchises like Call of Duty, Microsoft can decide whether to make those games exclusive to their platforms, meaning fans of those games would be forced to switch from Sony's PlayStation to Microsoft xbox bro that's a that is a big one too like it's major i i I know i know a bunch of call of duty players like that are exclusive call of duty players mm -hmm. that only play on playstation i mean i I even felt like call of duty was like almost even made for playstation more so than xbox in some occasions but like it hit that point like modern warfare 2 in that era was like yeah that's xbox you know black ops all that yeah. But then once it hit like Modern Warfare 3 and up, I'd say it went yeah. to PlayStation. Yeah, it was like a PlayStation dominated market, I mm-hmm. would think. I mean, it might not be, but off what I felt like at during yeah. the time, it felt like Opinions, it was a PlayStation of market. Um but even now, like for them owning that, that that would be insane. I think it would be crazy. Like I don't want to say it's in the future, but like How much would they have to pay for like PlayStation? Like, to how purchase much Sony? They, yeah, to purchase oh. out Sony. That like, would I don't think they be could because Sony. Yeah, because but specifically Sony's video game like department. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you did Sony in general, then that would be like you get wouldn't Microsoft that be like a movies. Warner Brothers like mm-hmm. <laughs> level kind of thing? I mean, I don't know if Warner Brothers owns Sony. Who owns Sony? No, yeah. Columbia is the motion to Sony picture. I think so. Sony. Yeah, but um. Like, that'd be getting into big territory. Mm-hmm. That'd be getting into... That's, like, like scary big territory. Trillions, right I think, maybe. Maybe a trillion or something. No, mm-hmm. maybe not. Just hundreds of billions, for sure. Um, well, I think I heard number. it's... Uh, I think, like, putting numbers on them, I think Tencent is the biggest, followed by Sony and now Microsoft. Mm. I think. When asked whether Activision games would become exclusive to Xbox, Mr. Spencer said they would only want or would say that our only goal is to allow the content to reach as many players as possible. Yeah, I don't think Microsoft will do any exclusives because even then they're starting to kind of get rid of that. Yeah, then again, going back to what I was saying earlier about the indie games, like Mm -hmm. I, I don't think that they'd go away completely. No. But it'd be really hard for developer and i guess it's really weird how to how to gauge it because like you could say that microsoft would implement really cool um or really easy to use um like applications where you can apply your game to be on the on the microsoft exclusive indie game store or something or like 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 a partnership not so much a purchase remember steam Greenlight? it would be like something like that Mm -hmm. but um on the other hand it could just be like nah gotta get approved like yeah like a horrible process where you have to wait like mm-hmm. getting your passport or something you know just wait wait takes way too long all that stuff delayed, yeah. you know and then you're not making money instead of on steam you just apply like you'd mm-hmm. be like hey got a game can i put got it on a game here's yeah, some sure. money like you know i don't know i don't know it could it could go either way I mean, could, Xbox, yeah. but looking back, Xbox has had a really good indie game market. It was, like, the first mm-hmm. console to, like, accept indie games. Well, yeah, the, the uh, Xbox opening. Arcade. Yeah, I mean, Xbox, I remember playing a bunch of indie games and 8-bit games um, mm-hmm. on the Xbox 360 back in middle school. Like, 
there was like this one that i remember to this day it's like i made a game with zombies in it and i would play mm-hmm. this like metal theme song it's like i made a game with zombies in it hmm. oh yeah as you're like i think i might remember shooter. something like that yeah yeah it was a very good game but you know i don't know it's something we'll just have to see that is that's all in like theoretical though i don't mm-hmm. think that they'll buy sony and i don't think they'll really corner the market that hard because you know Sony's i don't probably like i don't think they're gonna do anything directly against sony but they could they could do a massive hit to playstation if they wanted to mm-hmm. i mean even just as simple as yeah saying the next cod is going to be xbox pc exclusive mm. Yeah, no, it's it's history that we're seeing with this purchase. We realized it was going to be an incredib- increasingly competitive world with resources that we just didn't have. That was a quote by, uh, it says, he said, Mr. Kotick. Oh, yeah, that monster of a human being. People are like... assuming he's going to step down. Because, of course, like, technically Xbox or Microsoft doesn't own them just yet. It's going to be like a year before they're officially signed on with the Microsoft uh, just saying, man. group. Like media in general, like like this is entertainment media. It's a video mm-hmm. game, you know, video games and movies and stuff. But like Disney, we've already seen what monopolies like this can yeah. do in the, like, the mainstream media. Like with Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, Disney buying uh, Star Wars, Marvel. Every, like, just I think Warner Brothers. Absolute monopolies of the market. It's... Okay, so what companies does Disney own? ABC, ESPN, Touchstone Pictures, Marvel, Lucasfilms, A&E, The History Channel, Lifetime, Pixar, Hollywood Records, Vice Media, Core Publishing. Um, now, what does Disney own on far of recognizable brands and film franchises? That would be Star Wars, The Muppets, The Marvel Cinematic Universe, Disney Princess, Princesses and Princes. That was a something the chronicles of narnia franchise the pirates of the caribbean franchise pixar films the winnie the pooh franchise the indiana jones franchise gray's anatomy oh my Disney god owns gray's anatomy yeah because they uh-huh. own abc oh yep 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 there it is which is kind of weird to think about like it's yeah it's weird to think about all these things now that are technically disney things but at the same time not like i think the second deadpool movie is technically a disney movie because I think that was made when Disney bought uh, whatever company made it. And I think Disney now technically owns the rights to uh, both the Aliens and Predators universe. So I've seen a bunch of jokes of people saying the uh, Alien Queen is technically a Disney princess now. Goodness, man. It's these monopolies. We're only going to see them buy more. The bigger they get, the bigger they get. I, I could see in the future Xbox attempting to buy Sony, I mean, I or too, vice versa. I don't want to. I mean, yeah, I don't really want to see that's that. That's like a. We're getting into like. Mega corporation levels of stuff. Yeah, like literally. What is the cyberpunk? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, literally with the corporate wars of corporate. It's just. Uh, we're gonna see Disney hire mercenaries to fight back against Microsoft. It's going to be so weird. Goodness. You know. It says that they own esports. 
like our ESPN. <laughs> yeah. It says they own esports. It they says own e-sports. Disney owns ESPN. Mm-hmm. And here recently, like esports have been getting traction on like they have on ESPN and stuff like that. Like I, I got an ad the other day for Buffalo Wild Ring Wings, and it's like, hey, hey, come get an LCS Champions box. Come get it. Come get an <laughs> LCS box at Buffalo Wild Wings. Get a free Hex Tech chest and match. Yeah, come watch, come watch League of Legends on the big screen. Oh, that'd be so, so weird seeing. Yeah, so I'm. I, I've been kind of getting back into League. I took yeah. like a few months break, and now I'm wanting to get back and kind of keep up with the esports scene. I kind of, I kind of heard like who won this match, who won this match, kind of mm-hmm. thing. It didn't really, didn't really pay too much about it. But I'm trying to. I think I'm actually going to try to get into the esports this year and see, like, watch the games and kind of yeah, yeah. keep up and see what's going on. Right now, I think I have the standings here. Uh, currently, what is today? Uh, January eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. Um, in first place in Group A and the LCS bracket, we have Cloud Nine three wins, zero losses. Second Group A, one hundred thieves, two wins, one loss. Um, third Group A, FlyQuest at two wins, two losses. Fourth, TSA or TSM with one win, two losses. Or fifth. Golden Guardians, zero wins, uh, and three losses. Group B, we got Evil Geniuses, three wins, zero losses. Second, we got Team Liquid, two wins, one loss. Third, Dignitas, with one win, one loss. Fourth, we got CounterLogic Gaming, one win, two losses. This is in Group B, by the way. Um, Fifth, Immortals, Progressive, Zero wins, three losses. So there's a lot going on. I think Cloud Nine, based off what my friend was saying last year or the last last bracket or last whatever. I don't mm. like. I said I didn't really keep up, but basically Cloud Nine was like the bottom of the bucket, like last pick basically. But now okay. they're at the top of the line, kind of thing. Like they did they, a big one eighty. Yeah, big one eighty. But I don't know. Like I said, I'm learning a lot about. I I was really really far away from esports before i didn't pay anything attention to it i just kind of knew names of teams and was like did they win or not yeah so i don't know how the bracket system works or anything like that but it's you we're gonna learn we're all learning together here yeah we'll figure something new we'll figure it out piano we're gonna watch that uh that main card fight this weekend yeah, twenty second, UFC two seventy. Yep, it's gonna be. It's, that's also another sport I'm kind of looking into. Like I said, it was one of those ones where I would watch like the highlights the day yeah. after or something. I never really sat down and watched the sport, but I kind of know names from that yeah. one. You know, it's it's gonna be a good fight. I feel Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gan for the heavyweight championship. It's gonna be very interesting. I'm rooting for Gan. I think he's going to take it. Then I think the co-main event is... Oh, I got to pull this up. I don't remember their names. It's another championship fight. I remember that. It is... Um, Let me see. Let me see. Brandon Marino versus Davison Figueroa for the mm. flyweight title. And I think those two have fought before. I think this is their third encounter but yeah I it's tell you. yeah no I haven't seen aside from Nganu and 
Greg Hardy. Those are the only people I've seen on the card that I uh, yeah. that I recognize. But yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a treat. I'm glad to finally be getting some of my boys into it. I've always, like I said, I've always watched yeah. like highlights and stuff, but and I mean, you know, a lot of the funnies like Kimbo Slice and stuff like that. Yeah, but. I never really sat down and watched them. If it was on TV, like the prelims, or I think that's what they are. Yeah, prelims, the free before the main card, yeah. Yeah, I'd always watch those if they were on or something, but nothing crazy. Hmm. Yeah, no, well, uh, main card, or pay-per-views are just expensive now. I think they're yeah. like around 80. Yeah. But Very... I, I think they're worth it. They're fun to watch. It's my yeah. favorite sport. You know... We've been playing Ready or Not. We have been. Game. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. I think it shows some some promise and the upcoming. It does, yeah. Coming months. I'm very excited like to see what games. it does. I, yeah, if you ever played uh, the original SWAT games and you don't know what Ready or Not is, it's a uh, spiritual successor. Mm -hmm. It's not made by the same company, but it's heavily inspired by. And. Uh, a spiritual copy of the games. Very good. Um. It has a really nice feel of mm -hmm. movement and coordination of how you and your friends or AI teammates can detain and assess situations or like detain civilians and assess situations and um, partake and tackle any mission in your own kind of way and style with varieties of weapons, stun grenades and everything mm -hmm. like that. So different ways you can breach doors or... Um, check rooms or clear houses everything it's 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 very neat and it combines like gunplay and um i want to say intensity of like tarkov yeah i can see that with maybe map design from rainbow six and yeah. um i want to say ai from like payday kind of not ai from payday ai from what though what would the like um... enemies be equivalent to see i don't know i'm trying to think of a game that has similar ai maybe the fear series because the fear ai would like kind of react to what you do like they try to surround you they wouldn't just charge ahead of you or yeah charge in front of you you know if you yeah, if you like the, the swat games through walls if you like swat 4 especially you're gonna love ready or not yeah it is a good game very excited cool. to see what they do in the future because yeah it's yeah. technically an early access release it can i feel like it can only get better i don't see how like, they could mess up the game i like all the like different ways you can breach doors mm -hmm. they give <laughs> like, you a lot of choices for how you want to do a mission yeah like you can you can have the mirror mirror st or the what is it the snake cam not mirror, snake sorry. cam mirror gun yeah um, you stick it under the door, see if anybody's over there. If there's a wire, you can peek open the door a little bit and cut the wire. Mm -hmm. You can kick doors open. You can blow them open with C2. It's like Blow them open with a shotgun. Blow them, exactly. Breach it with a breaching baton. Yeah. A breaching ram or whatever. Yeah, door like, breach. All that stuff. Insane. Very cool game. Very It fun. also just looks nice. It's got it really does. nice graphics. It does. It does. They're working on reflections. It is in like mm -hmm. early alpha, so if you're interested in it, be warned. But yeah, it, well, I think it shows a lot of promise. Oh, it does definitely. definitely. The game feels like 
what Rainbow Six Siege should have felt like. Yeah, exactly. But there is no destructible terrain in Ready or Not, at least not yet. Not yet. Um, I feel like they're going to break down doors, but it's pretty cool. Pretty fun game. Very Very. enjoyable. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. This week on Spotify... We got we got my recommended. Yeah, what you got? What songs have you been listening to? Um. So as recommended for today, I can't find the recommended for the week. But recommended for today, we got Keepler by Victoria. It's an album. We got Terraformer by Thank You Scientist. One of my all-time favorite albums. Love that band. Very good. Must must listen to Terraformer. Okay, Everything that is you, Thrill Kill, Ikasia. I can't really pronounce that. E I K A S I A. It's by Mestis, a very good progressive metal instrumental band with a bunch of Latin influences. Okay. Um. Monomyth by Animals Is Leaders, a very good single that released last year. And. Pigeon Superstition by per- Bird Problems, a very good progressive rock metal, math rocky band. Yeah. Um, I think it's pro- progressive metal mainly, but very good. Must okay. must must listen to. And then my searched or my jump back ends. Oh no, my recently played. Yeah, what have you what have you recently been listening to? Um, Sound Struggle is a band that is pretty under the radar. They have about five hundred and five monthly listeners. Man. But very uh I it's like a Berkeley graduate. Okay. Um and he established a band back in 2012 2014 okay and um right the newest album he did by himself because he's basically the last band member Mm -hmm. and it is musically one of the best albums i've listened to in a while very good very good album i love them it's very cool um thornhill another artist spirit box very good metal band I think they're like metalcore. The After okay. Image, another good, another good band. Little North, a uh, modern day underground New York jazz scene. Okay. Awesome, awesome band. And more of the After Image and Andromeda. Andromeda mm-hmm. is a very good band too. <sighs> That's what we got for this week on Spotify I've been listening to a lot of podcasts the Triforce by Yogscast and of course of course Cox and Corner the Cox and Crindor yeah yeah show in the morning Cox and Crindor in the morning also the hour thing with Sammy and the Sammy the Bull um Joe Rogan put me on that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Ooh. straight I'm gonna give it to you real yeah shout Joe out to Rogan Joe Rogan talked about it yeah very good very good pod, pod, pod podcast. Very, Very good, good podcast. Podcast. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. 
How about you? What have you been listening to? Uh, I've been listening to a bunch of different things. Let's see. Let me let me take a peek. Uh, there is a song called Soldier of Heaven by Sabaton. Sabaton's one of my favorite bands. They are uh, very good. Oh, what are they classified? They got a very specific Crusade kind. Metal. I don't. It, it's metal something like battle metal or something like that. They yeah. sing about uh, war events or battles and wars and stuff like that. Very good band. Um, aside from that, uh, there's a band that I found called Scald that are a. I think they're Canadian, but they sing in Old Norse. And Jeez. so that's really nice. It's got that kind of drumming of like war chants and stuff like that. Pretty good band. Uh, on a, a less underground note, got Colin Hayes' Overkill. It's a good song. Um, what else? What else? Aside from that, just a bunch of random stuff on YouTube. Just whatever pops up. Like, there was a remix I found of uh, In the Club by 50 Cent. Jeez. Don't even don't yeah. even mention it. That thing was horrible. Oh, bro, what do you mean? That was horrible. It was interesting. You gotta you gotta keep your ears open. No, you gotta I be more inclusive. I do. That that was like glitch hop Indian music with 50 cents dubbed over it. Like yeah. Well you got a dog on the little guy. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Why don't interesting. everyone listen everyone listening now, listen for yourself. See what you think of it. Let us know. Yeah. Ugh. Alright. Alright. I think we'll keep this one this one a little short this week. Yeah. It was uh we had a lot to cover. We did about seventy billion dollar purchases mm -hmm. made by multi billion dollar companies and other multi billion dollar companies, so look you know. Yeah. Insane. Big Fair. money moves. Yeah, money bags over there. Thank you for listening to the mother in law suite. Hopefully, we'll be able to see you again. Once again, we re release weekly, um, usually on the weekends, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday. We hope to see you again soon. That we do. Hope everyone has a nice rest of their day.